morning, everyone. As we continue our explanation and understanding of Pesach Zimra, we are now up to the Perak of Tilal David, and more formally, Ashrei. Ashrei is arguably the most, one of the most important prakim that we recite during Pesach Zimra, most notably because of the Gemara Brachos Taftalad on the base, which says, anyone who says Ashrei three times a day, he's Muftach Loshel Ben Olam Haba, he's going to be guaranteed um, or he is guaranteed that he is a Ben Olam Haba. When explaining what's included in Pesuki de Zimra, the Rif writes, based on the Gemara we mentioned earlier in Shabbos Kufil Ches, explains that he Yichalki um, Begomri Hahalel, which is Pesuki de Zimra, the Rif explains this includes Asher and the Halukas, and the reason why Asher is included is because of the source, anyone who says Asher three times a day is considered, is considered a Ben Olam Haba, which obviously shows the pivotal importance of Asher. In fact, if a person comes late to davening, the halacha is that the Shulchan Aruch and the Ramah Paskin and Simon and Beis and Shulchan Aruch of Aruchayim, that they just have to say Ashrei um, in between the brachos of Baruch Shomer and Yishtabach, which implies that Ashrei really has this pivotal importance and that has to be said uh, even though other prakim will be missed out in a case that a person comes late. And the Gemara explains the reason why Ashrei is so important is almost for, basically for two reasons. Number one, it's written in Aleph Beis. It's written in alphabetical order, starting with Arimachal Kayamelech, going on till Tilas Hashem Repi. And the second reason, which the Gemara explains is necessary because there are other Prokim in Tilim which also have an alph based structure, is because of the Pasach of Pasach Sedacha. This last reason, the reason why Pasach Sedacha finds itself in Halacha as well, that if a person has doesn't have kavana when he says Pasach Sedacha, he should go back and say it again, that or the entire parak, as well, um, going on after Pasech Sedecha with Kavana, because that's really the crux of the parak, and arguably it probably is the almost the baseline um, idea of Pesukidism in general. Mufarshim explained that Pasech Sedecha signifies Hashem's Ashkacha Pratis in the world, he's involved in the world, he cares about us, and the praise that we're giving to Akash Baruch is that fa- the fact that he is engaged in, 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 in our life and trying to and supporting us um, with with food and with everything else that we have in our lives. This argue, this idea of Pseach HaSedecha parallels arguably with the same reason why we have the Alpha structure. The different Mepharshim have different explanations what the significance of this is. Some say it's the Aleph through Taf, the entire alphabet, all the languages that we express ourselves, all this is included in the praise of Hashem. Um, but most notably, the Meshach Chachman in Parashat Tuchakosei notes that the idea of alphabets represents a certain consistency, a certain structure, which is already embedded in our, the way we talk. We have a certain language which has a certain structure, and that is symbolic of Hashem's involvement in the structure in the natural world. And if you think about it, that's essentially the reason why we have Pesuki de Zimra. As the Talmud Rabbi explains, as we mentioned earlier, the reason why saying Pesuki de Zimra every single day is not a violation of blaspheming HaKash Baruch by saying Halal, as the Gemara said, that's a potential violation is precisely because the Pesuki de Zimra are not commemorations of miracles, they're commemorations of what Hashem's doing to us constantly every single day, and that's not included in a Chirif If we're not deminimizing Hashem's ability to make miracles, we're recognizing the consistency of every single day Hashem's involvement in our lives. It's important to note that, as the Radak explains on this parak, when the Gemara says that anyone who recites Ashrei three times is guaranteed Olam Haba, he explains that it doesn't just mean reciting it, just saying the words without understanding. It requires deep understanding and appreciation and internalization of what is being said. And when a person does that three times a day, every single day, that will enable him to have the status of a Ben Al-Haba, a resident, a person who is, has the mindset and the mentality of what it really means to be a, uh, to live a life of, of in this world and the next, of a life of spirituality and ruchnias. And that's what saying this parak, having that awareness is going to enable him to ha- achieve. In terms of what is being said in Ashrei, obviously we see the entire parak of Til and Kofim Hay, but beforehand there's a few other pesukim that we recite. We say Ashrei Yishrei Visacha and Ashrei Amshkacha Lo. And the last thing we say is after Tila David we say V'nachnun Varchka Miatavar Olam Haluka. This is arguably found in the Gemara as well. The Gemara, according to different Yisrael's quotes, that we recite Ashrei, not just Tila David. Um, 
And the reason why we say Ashrei and Ashrei Mshkachalo is because, as Hosos explains, that when a person engages, uh, when a person is about to daven, they have to sit or, or stand and meditate for a sha'achas, for a little bit of time, and then they can start davening. Ashrei is the hakdama to Shemona Esrei, and therefore we, we say, before we begin saying Ash, before we saying Tila David itself, we say we're doing this because we want to be Ashrei Yoshrei Vesachel, we want to be residing in and, and sitting and, and focusing before we daven in the Beis Hashem, before we engage in davening. It's interesting to know that Magen Avram quotes a marshal that says this would only be done in Mincha time and not during Shachris, because obviously Mincha, right after they say Ashrei, they engage in Shemona Esrei, versus Shachris, there's a little bit of gap of time before um, before they actually start Shemona Esrei, but the Minag is we say Ashrei as well. In terms of the other Ashrei that we recite, that seems to be a Minag. Uh, there's other Minagim of saying a lot of different sources of Pesukim which say the word Ashrei, but the word Ash- of Ashrei Amshikachala has been kept, and we'll try to explain the context of this uh, parak as well. The last Pesuk we say the Abu Dram explains, the emphasis is seemingly two two points. Number one, that we want to end a Pesuk which has Haluka, so we could start, we can use that Pesuk to connect ourselves to the next Halukas that we're going to be saying, so we say, Hashem, we're going to praise, praise Hashem. Then we recite Halukah, the other Halukahs, the other five Halukahs that we're going to say following Ashrei. The second idea why we say this Pasuk is because of the last three words, because we're saying we're praising Hashem now and forever. And Abu Dram explains that once we recite an Ashrei and internalize what's been said, then we're really going to be Zoha to recite and praise to Hashem and live now, even to Ol Haba, because as the Gemara says, as we mentioned, Kol Omer Ashrei Shalosh Pamei B'Chalayom, then he's Muftach to be a Ben Olam Haba. <coughs> so beginning in this understanding of this parak, there are effectively seven different parts to this uh, praise of Ashrei. The first part is basically an introduction to the parak, where we, where David, David expresses his will to praise Hashem consistently and intends to have its effects last forever. These are the first two psukim. The next four psukim, from Pasuk Gimel to Pasuk Vav, are an initial praise of Hashem. David is contrasting his understanding and praise of Akash Baruch Hu with that of the multitudes, and he wants to impress upon the world his understanding um, as he'll be developing further on in the parak. The third section, which goes from Zion to, to Pasuk Tess, is another focus of prayer, of praise of Hashem, this time focusing on Hashem's kindness and goodness and mercy on all of creation. The fourth section following that goes from Pasuk Yud to Pasuk Gimel, where David calls upon the Hasidim, those who are righteous, to express Malchus Hashem and the strength of HaKash Baruch Hu in, in this world as well. The fifth section is from Pasuk Yudalat Tazain, where again another praise is being focused on, but this time focusing on praise of Hashem in the fact that He supports everyone, both people who have fallen as well as uh, substance and food uh, for man and all of creation. The sixth section following that, that section is basically expressing Hashem's interactions with the people, both recognizing Tzidu Kadin sometimes when Hashem is expresses a ra, or, or allows Ra to exist in the world, but also that Hashem is close to those who are near to Him and destroys those who are, don't serve Him. And the final section, the last Pasuk of Tilas Hashem, is a conclusion and a hope that all of creation will praise HaKadosh Baruch Hu. So engaging in the actual text, the first section, as we mentioned, is David, it's the first two Pesukim where David is introducing the Perek expressing his will to consistently praise Hashem and have that affect uh, the world at large. So when we daven, we recite first Ashri Yashri Visecha, Ode Luchasela. This is also part of the introduction in our davening. And it first explains of something fascinating that the word Ashrei, while many interpret this to mean praise, praiseworthy is the one who sits before us in the house of Hashem. The first understands the word Ashrei comes from the word Ishur, which means the step. Or a, in his language, a, 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 a stride which is moving forward and progressing in a positive way. So Ashrei, this, prog- this progressive step is found in the Yoshrei Visecha. And it refers to Medayik as well, that the word Yoshrei Visecha 
doesn't just mean a specific house, like Yoshvei Habayis. Rather, it's Yoshvei Beisecha, those who dwell in the house of Hashem, in the more amorphous, conceptual house of Hashem, which is living the life of a Bar, that a Baruch wants us to live, always being close to him. We find this explanation similar in uh, Refersh's understanding of Shifti Beis Hashem Koi Michaya. He understands that word bias is not literal, rather it's a symbolic of some greater lifestyle change, being part of that 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 house of a Baruch Hu, that that uh, that following. Then we can recite the next pasuk of Ashrei Am Shkachalo, Ashrei Am Shashem Lakov. As we mentioned earlier in the Malbim, we're recognizing our our praise of Akash Baruch Hu, we're recognizing as refers to explains a strive forward in, in our progression, in our development, when we recognize that how praiseworthy it is that we're with Akash Baruch Hu, Shakachalo, we belong to Akash Baruch Hu. And with that, we engage with the actual text of Perak Kufim Hay and Tehillim. David starts by saying, Tila David, it's a praise to David, I'll praise Hashem the King, my God the King, I'll bless your, your name forever and ever. The Malav notes that the word these, this pasuk has really two different clauses, and and he notes that these are two recognitions of Akash Baruch interactions with us. We're recognizing number one that Hashem essentially is not understandable; He's Muromam, He's above any understanding we have of 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 His essence. But nevertheless, we have a recognition of Shimcha, like an access point we have with Akash Baruch Hu, and that we could recognize and be Mavarich Hashem. The Malbim understands this similar to almost a, more, a combination of Refresh and Nefesh Chaim, that we are being mivarich by our actions, by the tzaddikim in this world who are acting and, and expressing their praise of Akash Baruch and living with that value, they're bringing down the Shefa of Akash Baruch into this world. And those are two interactions we have, two rec- recognitions of Hashem in the world. Refresh seems to understand this Pasuk according to one aspect of the Malbim. He understands it that David's praying, Elokai, my God, meaning there's some connection that, Akash, that David Amalek is experiencing with from Akash Baruch Hu, and that, act, that point of experience is the access point for him to praise Akash Baruch Hu for his interactions in the world. And with that, then he'll be Mavari Hashem, like as the first explains, he'll be able to more readily realize what, what the will of Hashem is in this world. David then notes, Bechoyom Every day I will be and I'll praise you forever and ever. The Mabim understands this as a follow-up of the previous Pasuk, that each and every day as HaKash Baruch Shefa is being more and more revealed, that allows us, through that experience, to praise Hashem. And that recognition is going to be the source of our praise of HaKash Baruch and the Tefillah of Asher. Moving on to the second section, after we give an initial introduction of praising Kosh Baruch and how we're going to praise Him and our, inter- and our personal experiences of that interaction of Hashem, with Hashem, we're now initiating the first praise. We start with saying, David Amalek writes, Kadal Hashem Maod, Great is Hashem and He's Mahulo, very much, in but His Gedula has no bounds. And our first notes that the word Gadol is usually a comparative word, greater than something else. In the concept of Kosh Baruch there's nothing else comparable to, to Him. So the word Gadol just, just would mean in this context an absolute greatness. All positive qualities that we could imagine to the greatest extent possible is our association with the Kosh Baruch Hu. It's interesting to note that the Medrash takes from the word uh, Gadol Hashem to refer to the Midas HaChesed of Kosh Baruch Hu, His kindness unto mankind and all of nature as well. And that will be a theme of specifically for Rav Hirsch, a theme that will be relaying on and on in this parak. And even with all this praise, we ultimately rec- ultimately recognize so in we can't really truly fathom the extent of this. It is beyond our comprehension. The Radak notes that even though in even we still have the obligation and responsibility to fulfill we still have a responsibility to praise Hashem because even though, and this is really, a, a, I guess, a foundational point for all of tefillah and all of praise, that even though Hashem is beyond our comprehension, we can't really truly express that appreciation in a, in a very real way. However, Hashem wants from us all only our perspective, our experiences of a Baruch Hu. And that praise 
is what Hashem wants from us. David moves on and explains praise from Akash Baruch Hu on the, from the perspective of the world. And he writes, Every generation will praise your actions, and they will relay your givura, your strength. And Rav Hirsch notes, and the Mabba makes reference to this as well, that if you look at the progression of these next three psukim, there's a back and forth between the nations of the, the world and also David's personal expression, as in Pesach Hay, says, I will relate David HaMelech himself speaking, the Hada, I will relate the Hadar Kavod Hodecha, the glory of your honor, and also the Divin Fosacha of your wonders. And then again, the next Pasuk has this back and forth the strength of your wonders, they will say, the world, and your greatness, I will speak. And from the Malcolm's perspective, this back and forth is really just a comparison of David's experience of Akash Barucho to the rest of the world. The world recognizes Akash Barucho's strength. And both on a natural level, as Yishabach Ma'asecha, and on a supernatural level, from that, those different perspectives, the world experiences these things. But David, the emphasis for David is that Asaprena and Asicha, I can relate to them in a more casual manner because I am more attuned and more aware of the Kashbarko's reality in the world. And that's what I want to, that's what David Malch wants to relay to the world of the common occurrence. Um, that these things, that these experiences, that those interactions, both on a natural and supernatural level, um, are happening in this world. For the reverse perspective, however, he seems to understand David's experience to the world's experience almost in a fundamentally different way, not comparing the currents and how often a person recognizes Akash Baruch Hu, as Malbim explains, but rather an approach to how they relate in general, to Akash Baruch Hu's interactions in the world. The nations of the world always experience Akash Baruch Hu as, as this ultimate power. Gvorsecha, or Vezuz Nerosecha, a power which is almost against Akash Baruch against humanity. They want to topple nations and destroy the world. And that perspective is what the nations of the world experience of Hashem. And Davar Melch responds, and he says, no, we have to look at Hadar Kavododacha, the beauty and the majesty, the hod, the majesty of that strength. Dovr Melch wants to express not only the beauty of Akash Baruch Hu, but the Gdulaso, the, the greatness of Akash Baruch Hu, and following the Medrash's understanding of Gedula, this is the loving kindness, the Minas Haches of Akash Baruch Hu. Hashem wants men to achieve and grow, and we shouldn't just be looking at the Niflos, which are these great experiences, but are really reflections of Onish and punishment. Those things, those punishments in Onishim are not for in a vacuum, those punishments and experiences, which seem very difficult and over, overbearing, are in order for man to grow and develop an expression of Hashem's chesed to the world. Just going back to the explanation of the Malbim, he understands the word hadar kvododacha to refer to teva, and divin fosecha referring to nes. Again, David's perception of Akash Baruch Hu, of the teva and the nes, are both expressed express through asaprena and asicha, through this common familiarity to those phenomena. Moving on to the third section, Dovah Malach now shifts from expressing different perspectives of Akash Baruch Hu and just praises, makes a declaration of what the world will hopefully recognize, recognizing specifically the compassion and mercy and goodness of Akash Baruch Hu. Dovah Malach calls out and he says, Zecher Abtu Abiyu, they, the world, will express the remembrance of your great goodness, your and your righteousness, they will be miranim. Both Rav Hirsch and the Malbim understand this Pasuk and this section as a follow-up of the previous section. As Davar Melch is exp- expressing the constant awareness of Akash Baruch Hu in the world, and also his interactions are an expression of chesed, Davar Melch now explains that he wants and hopes that the world will be able to recognize that chesed um, and have that relationship with Akash Baruch Hu. And the Mabim explains the Zecherav is a, like an expression of total goodness, of, of total tov. Tzikascha Yoraninu is like Tzedek, that even the, even the punishment itself, they'll recognize and, and be mastic. They'll justify and recognize that it's also an expression of Chesed. Similarly, Rav Hirsch explains, the, the praise is not just the recognition, 
not just recognizing that Hashem is good, but the fact that men can be Miranin. That itself, that appreciation itself, is a great gift that the people will appreciate when they have this interaction. Then the, the next Pesukim continue about things that Hashem is, is expressing of his Midas HaChesed um, in their lives. Hashem is compassionate and merciful. He's slow of anger and he is great in Chesed. The Mabim explains that, again, this is Erechapayim specifically for the people who do tshuva because the entire point of this function is for men to improve. That's an expression of the Chesed Hashem. Uh, Refershik notes that the word Ugdol Chesed can be, it's phrased as Gadol Chesed, Gadal Chesed, meaning Hashem who practices a lot of Chesed, but it's pronounced Ugdol with a Vav, which literally means Hashem is great through his expression of chesed. Again, this is highlighting the point. Ugdol chesed, all these different expressions of Hashem being Racham and Chanun are expressions of Hashem's interactions with us through the Midas chesed. And this section concludes with Tov Hashem HaKol, Hashem is good to everyone V'Rachamav and Chos Rachamanus over Kol Ma'asav. Refresh understands this as two different clauses referring to two different expressions of Hashem's goodness. The first is just the fact that Hashem is good to all. He created existence, and that's an expression of pure chesed. Was, there was no reason to justify creation. It was just an act of chesed for no reason Hashem wanted creation to exist. And following that expression of creation, Hashem continues to upkeep and develop ma'asav, the creations that are already existent in the world. And that's the expression of His rachmanus, again, an expression of His care and love for all creation. Now, the question about specifically what the word bakol is referring to, what is Hashem good to all. So the Radak quotes the Gemara that explains that it refers to not just people, but also animals. Hashem has compassion over the animals. And this is a model for mankind to show some, show some rachmanus to animals as well, as expressed in the Gemara and Baba Metziah. The Rabbah understands this word kol to be referring to the Rishayim. And this would then follow up with the previous passage of Hashem is Hashem shows rachmanus and slow of anger to the wicked. And that's the expression of Tov Hashem, Lakal, to even the wicked, to be able to do tshuva in this world and not be, um, and not be destroyed. And they use all those experiences, all these terms that they may experience, are also an expression of Tov for him to develop, and that Rasha to develop and change, and change his ways. After expressing praise of HaKash Baruch Hu, the fourth section, David Amal shifts to a different audience and asks them to praise Hashem in their unique way. David Amal is talking to the Hasidim. He writes, Hashem kol they, uh, they will praise you, Hashem, for all your actions, which is a reference to the previous sections. But your chasidim, your pious ones, they will bless you. And the question is, why is Dovin Malch emphasizing specifically the pious? So the Radak explains that the word chasid always means someone who's extreme, who's very focused on some, some idea. The chasidim in this context are constantly contemplating about the world, and seeing new expressions of Akash Baruch Hu every single day. And with each new insight into creation, they bless Hashem, they increase this awareness of Akash Baruch Hu. And that's why the Radak explains, based off the Gemara Baba Kama, that in order to engage in Hasidus, one should learn brachos, because it also goes in the opposite way. A person who is more aware of Akash Baruch Hu through blessing will himself become a chasid, able to be constantly misboning on creation. <coughs> Refersh adds a little wrinkle to this and he explains that the Hasidim are the ones who not only recognize the Kaddish Baruch Hu, but are Mevarich and his understanding of Mevarich is again to follow, fulfill the will of Hashem to fulfill that goal and bring it down to this earth they're the ones who with this new awareness, who have a deeper awareness of the Kaddish Baruch Hu, and are able to act based off that awareness are now going to be the ones who are going to be praising the Kaddish Baruch Hu in the following section and they say the following. What are the Hasidim saying? They will say, talk about the quote of your Malchus. And they'll discuss as well your Givura. Uh, and the point is, and the point of this is to acknowledge to the people his Givura and also the quote Hadar Malchus as well. The Malbim, following his theme about two different Hagas of Kashbach, who explains that the Hasidim who are able to bring down the Shefa of the Kash Baruch Hu through their actions are expressing these two Anhagos, the Gevur Aschai Daberu, 
which is an expression of Hashem's expression through Teva, the constant, unchanging nature. And Malchus is an expression of Nase, Hashem's interactions through uh, miracles, which is, again, the king who's in control of all the system, the system of nature, living in the supernatural, that those two awarenesses are now going to be relayed over to people to recognize HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Refresh has a different understanding. And again, he tries to connect it, or he hints to the fact that he's trying to connect it to the previous point about the Midas HaChesa HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And he says that these Hasidim who are acting to serve Hashem and live their entire lives dedicated to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, view themselves as citizens to the Malchus of Hashem. They're part of that, that great nation of Hashem, and therefore they serve. And now the Hasidim are calling to the world to recognize the Malchus Hashem. The Malchus Hashem is a great equalizer. Wealthy, poor, mighty, or weak. Everyone has an equal purpose to serve Hashem, each using their own individual abilities to serve, serve Hashem in their own way. If a person realizes that, then they'll recognize the Kavod Hadar Machuso, the beauty of Hashem's kingdom and all of the world serving harmoniously united in the service of Hashem, and that will enable them to be part of this kingdom. Now, this is a contrast to the world who only recognizes Gvorosov. Gvorosov is just a recognition of Hashem's power, but the ultimate recognition is the next step of Kvod Hadar Machuso, to recognize that Hashem's power is all there to enable men to be part of this great project and serve Hashem through that and dedicate their lives through that expression, not just standing in awe of Hashem's greatness, potentially seeing that as a threat to their existence, but being part of that experience as well. And arguably, refers referencing as well to the previous comments he said earlier that the reason the Dabar Melch is speaking is to change the perception that Kosh Baruch is a power that that's in conflict with man. But in fact, everything's an expression of Chesed Hashem. Hashem wants man to develop and grow and to fulfill their, its potential. And through that recognition, there's almost this reciprocal relationship. Through us recognizing that Hashem cares about us and loves us, and He wants us and He wants us to be part of His Machlis, we then reciprocate by acting like the Chasidim, which effectively is a form of bracha to Akash Baruch Hu. After the discussion of this point, we conclude in the section of Machus Machus This expression of Machus will be expressed hopefully throughout the generations and forever. That's of Amalek's prayer. We conclude after concluding this section, move to the fixed the fifth section about a general praise of Akash Baruchu and how Hashem supports man. And as the Mabim notes, this is a follow up of the previous section, because once you recognize Hashem's Ashkach in the world, of the supernatural Ashkacha, we cannot recognize how Hashem is involved in our lives. And similarly, if we follow Hirsch's approach, because we now recognize Hashem's caring about us, and He wants us to be part of His great project, the Malchus Hashem, so man is going to now experience that guidance, that guidance and love throughout his life in a more real way. We write, he writes, Hashem supports those who have fallen, and straightens those who are bent. As an aside, the Gemara notes that even though Dabar Malch is writing Ashrei in an alphabet format, he takes up in this Pasuk, or the previous Pasuk, the letter Nun. And the Gemara says it's found actually in the next Pasuk of Somech Hashem Anoflim. And while this is a nice connection, Refresh explains that the only time, even though the word Nefila in a vacuum is a negative connotation, but if it's found in the context of Somech Hashem, Hashem supporting, it's not a bad thing. And in fact, it's the theme of the entire parak that we shouldn't view Hashem as His power who is trying to conquer us and defeat us or overwhelm us, but the entire point of Akash Baruch Hu's expression of chesed in this world is for us to recognize that Hashem wants us to survive and that's a further expression of, of His chesed. The Babam notes in just understanding this Pasuk that the words noflim are, are people who fall because of external circumstances, and kofef is a person who bends himself, and in both situations, Hashem still supports the person. Following Hashem's abil- uh, expression of chesed and supporting man, we write, uh, Hashem, David Melch writes about Hashem's support of man's sustenance. Everyone has their eyes on what they expect, what they want for food. And you, Hashem, 
give them food, their food in their time. <clears throat> the Radak notes that these this Pasuk has really two different clauses. One is referring to all living beings. In a kolilacha, every every living being looks for food and Hashem gives to them. But but you give to them, which refers to man, the food that they um, want in their time. And the Radak notes the difference in this context is not just the difference between animals and people, but the difference is also the recognition of Hashem in this experience. In the second clause, we write, we're speaking directly to Akash Baruch Hu, meaning unlike the world, the general animal world, which just accepts the food that Hashem gives them, but doesn't recognize or appreciate it, but man who has the ability to recognize their praise, the praise of Akash Baruch Hu as supporting man is specifically in the viata and the recognition that Hashem is giving them that that food. And as an aside as well, another another pshat in the pasuk, in his time, Hashem gives to each and every person according to what he needs according to that time. There's a specific hashgacha pratis in the needs of man that man has um, as per the radak. And this section concludes. He opens his hands and his masbia gives sustenance to all those living, um, whatever they need, whatever their needs are. The Malbim notes that this is another type of ashkach of Hashem's giving over food, unlike the simple under, the simple giving of of people's support be'ito in their time where they need to know more. Sometimes Hashem gives masbia Hashem gives even to fulfill the will and the needs, the emotional needs, which are beyond the basic needs of that individual. And again, in light of the Gemara and Brachos Taftalad, this Pasuk is really the crux and the, the highlight of the, you could say, the ultimate point of this of this parak that we recognize Hashem supports all creation and man, both in his existence and his ability to succeed, ability to, ability to, to succeed. And it's all an expression of Hashem's goodness and kindness. And that's the the point that will stem everything else, all the other praises to Avakash Baruch Hu. After discussing praise of Avakash Baruch Hu's involvement in the world, um, in supporting people, we now move on to a expression of, of in general, how Hashem interacts with different people in throughout their lives. Davar Melech writes, Tzadik Hashem b'chol derachav Hashem is tzadik, righteous in all his ways, and is chassid, Express, expresses chesed to all his creations. This one pasuk has two different adjectives of Akash Baruch Hu, and the Mepharshim try to explain uh, the difference between these things. The general point of this pasuk is really a question. If it's true that Hashem is posei chesedacha, opens his hands to give to every, everyone, so how could it be, how do we experience Sadiq Viralo? Why is there bad in the world? Why is there suffering? And the answer that they're both that the Bafarshim as explaining as explaining the Pasa give is that there is a Tzidok Adin. We recognize that Kashbarhu is righteous. And how is Hashem righteous? Well obviously we don't really know the full answer, the Bafarshim give different understandings. The Malbim explains that Tzidok Hadin is the fact that Hashem is saving the Sahar for the next world. And even though the suffering in the, in this world, it's all to enable us to get Sahar in this world, to do chuva and that will enable us to have tzidduk of justification of, of Hashem, of, of, of recognizing the derech Hashem um, in the next world for sure. Um, however, it's also important to know that chasub masav, this creation, the world, the fact that the world exists is not just uh, to be taken for granted, it's, it's also an expression of chesed, and that really is the background for everything else. Rav Hirsch notes that the difference between chesed and tzedek, however, is in the fact that we're talking about people. People who have the ability to understand and change their ways in a genuine way, in a very spiritual, in a spiritual way as well, they have an obligation to recognize Hashem in whatever He's doing for them. So, if a person is not at that level for whatever reason, Hashem may inculcate some some situations of trouble in order for him to change, and that is an expression of the tzedek. Hashem is trying to enable man to improve through those negative experiences. Dovar Melch now follows by talking about Hashem's closeness. Karav Hashem Echol Karav Echol Asher Yikar Uhu Hashem is close to all those who call out to Him, all those who call out to Him in truth. 
And as the Mepharshim explained, this Pasuk is obviously a follow-up of the previous Pasuk. A person shouldn't think that just because Hashem does bad things means he's distant. Hashem is always available to listen to man. But the condition is, however, a person has to be genuine. And the Mepharshim explained, the Malbim explains this, this means genuine in his call, that he really genuinely wants it, believes Hashem will answer him. Hirsch notes, though, the word MS, not just in the call, but also in the lifestyle. If you really, truly believe Hashem is part of your life, and then, he'll be, then he'll be part of your life and he'll answer your call as well. Expressing the different types of relationships a person has with HaKadosh Baruch Hu in these types of calling outs to Hashem. He'll do the rutzen of these people who fear him and he'll listen to their tefillos and answer them. And also, Hashem protects the one who loves the person who loves Hashem, and he'll destroy all the wicked. Obviously, it seems like there's two different interactions that have Abba and Yira, and it seems to be as well that there's different responses that Hashem gives to those types of interactions. And the Mabbim explains that the, by the Yira, the person who is serving Hashem out of Yira, which is a, a lower level of recognition of the Kashbaruch Hu, so Hashem will protect him when he calls out. But the Ohav, the person who has a higher level of, of a connection to Kashbaruch Hu, this Ava experience, even before he prays out and calls out to Hashem, Hashem shomer him and Hashem protects him and defeats his enemy as well, as well, the expression of Nakama, which is a greater level of a closer relationship than just simply defeating, but it's out of vengeance, out of out of this emotional connection of how could the enemy do something to his Ohavav. Rav Hirsch explains a little bit differently, then he explains that a person who calls out the MS can express it through Yira, which is not wishing anything else except for Ratzon Hashem. But there's another way of expressing an MS type of relationship, and that's through Ava. And it first explains Ava means to be totally subsumed into something else. And a person who has Ava Hashem is totally integrated and synchronized with what Hashem wants and doesn't just simply not want anything else. This is basically the conclusion of the parak, and we'll find the last sentence is like a summation of, of everything, a will to, for this to continue. But this point about the interaction of Kosh Baruch Hu is almost reciprocal to how we interact with Him is a great summation of the entire parak because Hashem loves us and expresses love and care for humanity, but man must proactively be involved in that relationship and, and interaction for that relationship to really take, for, take uh, to give off fruit. The Radaka, as an aside, understands this Pasuk or this progression of Avir and Ava as a, not two different types of relationship, but a progression in the relationship or the national relationship we have with Hashem. Hashem, first, man experiences Hashem Baruch Hu through fear, but the ultimate expression of, of connection to Hashem Baruch Hu will be through Afas Hashem and the, and the, the cease and the destruction of the Rishayim through that. And through this end of this conclusion of the sixth section we move to the last pasuk which is the seventh section a conclusion and a prayer for this to be applicable to all of mankind the prayers of Hashem should be the word of my mouth and every all flesh will bless Hashem's name his holy name forever and ever the Malbim notes that there's two parts of the sentence which means the actual prayers of Hashem is impossible and it could go on forever but everyone can at least recognize the Shem Kacho, the interactions we have with the Kosh Baruch Hu, and that enables more Shefa to come, and that enables us to have more of an interaction with the Kosh Baruch Hu. Refresh notes that, as well, David Amalek is really speaking about himself. He wants this parak to be what he's expressing, but he wants it to be an educational tool for all for all men, to be a bracha, to live a life of Inter, of integrating Hakash Baruch into their lives and living with those with that value system, and the Radak seems to understand this as a prayer for the end of days, that in the future all the world will serve Hashem together. So to review, starting from the beginning of the parak, David Melech expresses his will to pray to Hashem and praise Him, expressing that through his own experiences as Elokai, his own God, he wants to express praise to Hashem through Hashem's interactions with him, recognizing that each and every day, each and every day he recognizes Hashem's bracha, and that allows for more halal, praise to go forward. And with that, we move to the second section where David HaMalach initiates a praise, where he contrasts his perception of a Baruch to that of the world and the multitudes. 
and he recognizes initially that Hashem is great, Hashem is beyond all comprehensions of positive, positive features, um, and even that, though that extension is beyond our comprehension. Alternatively, it's an expression of Hashem's chesed. The world recognizes ma'asecha, Hashem's great deeds, which are potentially expressions of punishment and power, trying to overpower humanity. However, Dover Melch wants to recognize and emphasize that the focus should be hadar kvarodecha, kidulosecha, v'divrin filosecha, things that are expressions of loving kindness, chesed, as well as the grandeur and beauty of, and the majesty of Hashem's strength. As a Kodesh Baruch Hu wants men to progress and develop, and that should be the focus of, of our praise and our, and our relationship with Him. Alternatively and similarly, Dovan Melch is expressing that he has this close relationship with Hashem, that he could talk almost casual, casually as a sicha, as a conversation of Hashem's praises, both in the natural and supernatural expressions of His will, unlike the nations of the world, which see, which see in more unusual, see the expressions of HaKadosh Baruch Hu in a more unusual light, in more of a, in a more of a distant fashion. After expressing what Davar Melch wants to focus on, and Hashem's Chesed, he then focuses on, in the, next, in the third section, what are the different attributes of Chesed that Hashem exp- expresses. And he mentions, the the world will recognize Hashem's Chesed, His goodness, and Sidkos, um, and and specifically that appreciation of that of that sitkos is itself something that the world will recognize. A uh, true chesed. Then chanun v'rachem Hashem. Hashem is chanun v'rachem. Erechapaim to even those who sin. Hashem is slow of anger. Ugdal chesed and through that chesed, then and Hashem's greatness is expressed through that chesed. And tov Hashem akol v'rachem avakol masav. Hashem is good to all, even the sinners, even the animals. And, and also, Hashem is good to all for the fact that He created the world. Um, as, and then, and He continues to express that goodness throughout creation, even at post, post-creation. After discussing Hashem's goodness and trying to fo- make that the focus of our relationship with Hashem, Dabar Melch focuses his, pray, his, his parak, his expression, his expressions of praise to the Hasidim um, to express the Malchus of Hashem. And he exclaims, All your creations will praise you, Hashem. will bless you. They're the ones who are going to be, who live with this constant awareness in an almost extreme way of Akash Baruch Hu. Each and every time they deepen their relationship with Hashem, they're able to express bracha, bring down the shefa of Akash Baruch Hu. And as Rosh explains, act upon it, fulfilling the will of Akash Baruch Hu. And, the, and these Hasidim, their job is to express not just the greatness of Hashem, but also the, the, the grandeur of Akash Baruch Hu's Malchus. And this could either mean be a focus of recognizing Akash Baruch Hu's relationship with us, with humanity on a supernatural level, or just the calling that every man is a citizen of the Malchus Hashem. And therefore, because the Hasid, like as the Hasidim live, they recognize that their entire life is submitted before Akash Baruch Hu to, and they must fulfill that will. So the rest of humanity as well should internalize that, whether they're mighty or weak, poor or wealthy, everyone has an equal obligation to join this the Malchus Hashem and use their unique qualities to serve Akash Baruch Hu. And this is to this message should be relayed to the world, of that while we're trying to relay this to the to the people of Hashem's great power and Hashem's power and Gura. But the focus should also be on the kavod hadar so the splendor of Hashem's malchus. That all the the folk that, that while people think Hashem is uh, punish, punishing them or, or trying to overpower them, it's it's all there. It's part of the malchus expression, all part of Hashem's revelation to enable man to develop as part of being part of that malchus, part of that that group to marbek kavod shemayim. And the and the last point is malchus malchus kolamim Dabramach is telling you know, the Hasidim are expressing that this Malchus is forever, and this is the point of all of creation, and it's expressed throughout each generation as well. After focusing on the Hasidim and recognizing that there's a both there's a specific great hashkacha that Hashem has as demonstrated with the Malch, from the Malchus Hashem, as well as the responsibility that mankind has in being part of that Malchus Hashem. Dabramach <coughs> focuses on how Hashem contributes and guides mankind 
in their life to support them and sustain them. Davar Melch writes, Somech Hashem Al-Khalan Hashem supports those who fall, and strains those who are bent over. And as the Gemara explains, while the letter Nun doesn't have a sentence within itself, it's in the, it is found in the context of Somech Hashem Al-Khalan and this is really the context of the entire, this is the focus of the entire parak that Hashem, whatever there is in Rafila, it's found in the context of Hashem supporting them, because that's the focus, Hashem is supporting and giving hashkach pratis over mankind. And that's an expression of Hashem's chesed and his loving care for man to continue and develop. And then, Dov Melch continues, all, the, all of the creation focuses on, on, on giving, on Hashem to give food to them, and specifically mankind, they also look for Hashem to give food to them, for Hashem to give food to mankind, but more importantly, there is a recognition that men recognize Zakash Baruch as they recognize Hashem as the one who's giving, and that's part of the praise. And as the Bible notes, that there, there are different expressions of this chesed, of this support, either it's just Bito, it's just basically basic sustenance that man, man is given, or sometimes it's given according to the needs of every single person. And this and this pasuk obviously is very important because this the, as the halacha represents that this is the pasuk that people should have kavana for, because it's the highlight of the, the pasuk of Moshe Chesedacha highlights the hashgachas Hashem and the care that man, Hashem has for sustaining mankind, and that's as following from the previous pasukim that's the, that's the expression of Hashem's commitment as we are committed to Hashem Hashem gives back to us as well. In the sixth section, Davar Melach describes that even though we have exclaimed and expressed that Hashem is supportive of men, we, there are different types of relationships that Hashem expresses within mankind, and ostensibly, they may look as, they're, as if Hashem is not close to them, but in fact Hashem is, according to the wish, that, according to the will that man wants to have that relationship with Hashem. So, Dovar Melech writes, Hashem is righteous to all in all his ways, and he, is, he expresses chesed in all his activities. Either this is referring to Hashem is going, even though there's this concept of tzadik ralo, and people don't understand how Hashem can truly, why Hashem is truly giving people suffering, an understanding of that can be just recognizing the tzidah kadin, that in the end of the day, in the future, in the Olam Haba, Hashem, we will recognize that Hashem is doing what is, is right, right and correct, and whatever, the fact that we exist in this world is itself something to recognize that is a chesed, that Hashem wanted this world to exist. Alternatively, for us men who is able to change and develop and progress, Hashem gives us tribulations for us to correct ourselves. That's part of the tzedek, that's part of what is correct in the world of Hashem. And, but for, people, for entities who don't have Bechir, who don't understand HaKadosh Baruch Hu, um, can't change. Hashem is just giving... Hashem is just giving them sustenance as a form of chesed, because um, Hashem wants that them that the animals, the, the world at large, outside of humanity, to just exist because that's His will. Davar Melchlin says, even though people may think Hashem is far, in fact, it is not true. Hashem is always near. Hashem is close to all who called Him, all those who called Him in truth. Either this is referring to people who live with truth or people who are sincere in their calling. Dava Melch expresses two different types of people who live with an MS, a genuine relationship with the Kash Baruch Hu, the people who fear him and people who love him. The will of his, those who fear him, he will fulfill and he will listen to their prayers. Hashem protects those who love him, those who love Hashem, and he'll destroy his enemies. And the Mabim notes that these two expressions of relationship with the Kash Baruch Hu, have different responses. Those who just fear Hashem, which is a lower level of appreciation of the Kash Baruch Hu, Hashem will help them, but only after they call out to Him. But those who, that those who have a loving relationship with Hashem, with Ava, Hashem saves them before even uh, they call out, and also has a vengeance in destroying the enemies, because there is it, which is an expression of even, an even closer relationship with the Kash Baruch Hu. Um, the Radak understands this as a progression. We're gonna we're going to first 
develop a year, a year of your relationship with Hashem, and then hopefully that progresses and sprouts into a Ava form of relationship. David concludes with, um, with a prayer that this this pray this uh, uh, entire section, this entire parak should be fulfilled by all mankind. Um, David is saying that this praise of Hashem is my, my speech, but I hope that all of all creation, all of mankind, expresses and specifically, even though we can't fully recognize Hashem, it's it's still people can still express praise to Hashem and fulfill His will and enable the Shefa to come down. Putting this tefillah within the context of Psuk Zimra, it seems to be that Ashrei is almost like the thesis, the background, and the philosophy that we that we have when we're giving all the prayers that that come before this tefillah, Hodu Rizmila Soda and Yichavod, and almost like the springboard for the next halukas and the next prayers that we're going to be saying in the Psuk Zimra, in the sense that we recognize that Ashkash Baruch Hu has Ashkach over us, and he and he expresses Chesed this loving relationship with man to both have him survive and also have him develop and, and, and grow. And as we'll see, the next few halukas are going to be a more specific expression of Hashem's hashkacha over B'nai Yisrael, but the baseline is really Hashem's hashkacha over all of the world, all of mankind, and we get we delve in deeper as we progress within uh, the Pesuk de Zimra. In just going, referring back to a comment that the Beis Yosef wrote, that Yichavod and Ashrei are somewhat connected. They both have 21 mentions of Hashem Hashem. Well, it's not clear the exact connection, um, but it seems to be that the connection ostensibly, at least a superfi- on a more superficial level, is that Yichavod is the expression that Hashem is going to rec- be recognized in the world. He's going to take us out of the, the Gullus and we'll have a Geula with a recognition of Hashem in the world. Ashrei is the basic fundamental idea that our obligation and our job is to start recognizing that and hopefully and hopefully in the end of the days as the Radak emphasizes the world will recognize this too and that's starting with us and us being able to praise Hashem and recognize Hashem in, in the world where we live in right now and hopefully that will enable us in the world to have a greater connection with HaKosh Baruch Hu in the future.